Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Cast. This is our 80th episode. What a heck of a way to end the year. And I am Eight back. zero. Yeah, man. I'm back with my podcast partner crime, Victor Salazar. Victor, man, welcome back to the show again. And yes, yes, yes. It was a unique show last week, right? We had the ladies uh, have a spotlight and uh, let them run the show to see uh, if it's something that maybe we can uh, pursue down the line, considering that oh, we're going to have our own domain. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. You know what? Wanted to give them a shot and see if it's something they'd want to do. Maybe we can add a podcast to our ever expanding, uh, you know, empire here. So it was really cool to hear the ladies speak. Uh, Raven and Kona were awesome. And I hope you guys enjoyed that show. Uh, a little sneak peek, possibly, maybe. Who knows? But it was definitely a, a different type of show. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, without a doubt. And uh, thanks again to my lovely wife, Raven and uh, Kona for taking over last week we hope you guys enjoyed that show and we'll take a moment real quick victor to thank everybody for listening to the show without you guys we really wouldn't be able to make this show happen thank you for all of you that listen um i was i was looking at the uh you know the statistics and the analytics if you will we got people all overseas listening to this show we've got lots of people of course from the united states here um people overseas and abroad so thank you to every single person that takes time out of your day to listen to the show, whether you listen to the entire episode at once or you listen in, in little spurts here and there on your morning commute or what have you. Thank you guys so much for taking up the, the time to give the Dragon Cast a listen. <clears throat> yes, much appreciated for sure. And, um, you know, uh, this is our 80th episode. Um, we've been doing this podcast for over a decade, uh, off and on, but we've really been putting it in uh, on this show for, uh, it'll be two years in May. Uh, and, and, and honestly, that's um, right, dude. You know, we'll, be a, we'll be a whole new name of a show when we get to May next year. Um, and uh, the show might have a new name, but it's going to really be almost the same thing. And um, so, I mean, if you like the format, you like the things that Victor and I talk about week in, week out, you know, just stick around. Um, we won't be on the same, uh, Spotify link. So a lot of things are going to change when we move everything for, uh, move everything over to the domain, which should be in March. Uh, we're, we're all shooting for a March, um, you know, transition and, um, you know, what, we're going to always have some great guests on here. I'm trying to line up some people from various industries. Um, if you're not familiar with what the domain is all about, basically the domain falls under three pillars, which is gaming, pop culture, entertainment. That's our three pillars of our of our uh, brand, and um, so that's all the things that we are going to cover, and that's a very broad topic, uh, list of topics to talk about. I mean, there's, there's books, movies, video games, TV shows, and things like that. Speaking of those things, Victor, yep, this is our end of the year show. For those who you you may recall, last year we did this thing called the Dragon Awards. I'm not really going to call this a Dragon Awards because honestly. You know, um, there was a lot of great games that came out, but man, it's just, I, I hate to say this, but I don't really feel like, you know, I, I, last year was Ghost of Tsushima, Victor was my game of the year. Mm -hmm. um, an, an amazing game that I've still not finished yet. I bet you haven't finished Hades <laughs> um, either, huh? <laughs> uh, so many, but I have finished some games. I have a, I've, been, I've been doing pretty bad about not finishing games. Because um, yeah, there's many great games there. that come out. I, I still haven't even beat Hades. Can you believe that? I haven't even finished Hades. I, I believe it. I believe it. 
He believes it. He knows me, man. But um, only only because we're the same. We're in the same mind, dude. See, I, I think that when you and I game, we both go about it the same way. There's so much good stuff out there that you want to put your fingers in everything, man. So you try this one, then you get 15, 20 minutes. You put a couple hours in, then you try the next one, and then you're like, dude, I'll go back to that because this just came back, just came out. So let me go back. Oh, yeah. and before you know it, you're like, ah, oh, dude, I don't even remember where I was. I just got started over. Forget it. Before you know it, you're like 10, 20 games back catalog, dude. So it's like, ah, dude. Mm -hmm. So I feel you. I get you, man. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, I I get that. I get that way because there there were a lot of great games that came out this year. And we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about uh, video games that came out this year. Kind of a a, a look back in 2021. Now, of course, Victor and I are going to talk about what our game of the year was this year. And, um... It doesn't have to be, you know, a triple-A game. It could be an indie game. There might have been a game that that came out that I've never even heard of before, the Victor Lights. Um, but let's kind of go through here. And, uh, you know, we're not going to go through each – we're not going to go through 12 whole months of game releases, but I'm just kind of scrolling through the list that the uh, Game Informer provides here. And, uh, you know, we had some really great releases like Hitman 3. Of course, you know, this was kind of the start of a new generation of video games. Because, of course, we had the uh, Series X slash S and the PS5 come out back in November of last year. So, you know, developers are still, even now, because of the shortages and stuff like that, because these consoles are still kind of hard to find, making games that are cross-generation. So uh, hopefully in 2022, we finally get some games that are, uh, you know, uh, actually for just the PS5 or for the uh, Xbox Series S and X, I want some actual like current gen stuff that's not last gen. But I, but you know, I believe they're doing that once again, Victor, because you know these consoles are hard to find and yeah, kind of not shortage fair, and other bullshit. I guess yeah. it's kind of not fair, I guess, to make games for consoles that a lot of people can't have access to still. But there were some really great games that came out this year in the list. Yeah, Hitman 3, that was one of my favorite. That was a, a great way to start off the year. I'm a big fan of those games. Um, of course, we had uh, The Medium, which was an Xbox Series X slash S uh, and PC exclusive, uh, which was like a, a kind of like a psychological horror type game. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through here. Victor, you know, you got the same list I do. Is anything kind of popping out at you that you played? Dude, it's got to be something more of a recent memory, man. It's really hard to remember back in January, February. But I'm going to say right now that you can't talk about, you know, great games of this year without talking about Metroid Dread, dude. I mean, when it came out, it made a big splash. It was the return of Metroid. Um, to Nintendo with its own individual Samus-centered uh, game. And it was just one that I, I couldn't put down, dude. I just couldn't put down. It has everything that I love about the Metroid series, which is, you know, the Metroidvania-type uh, gameplay, but more along the lines of the exploring and collecting things, dude. And let's not forget, that thing looked amazing. That battle with Kraid, dude, that, that was just awesome. So it was good to see something like that come back. It, it's been a while since a game really grabbed my attention for more than a couple of days. Like, mm-hmm. like, like we just talked about, you know, we jump from game to game. Uh-huh. That sometimes you say, well, we'll just go back and, and we don't. Metroid was one that I went back and finished. So I made sure that I got through that. And I tried to collect as many of those end cards that I could because, man, those end cards were pretty cool, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, you definitely can't talk about Metroid Dread. And like you said, uh, can't not talk about Metroid Dread. And like you said, I know that, you know, there was a lot of games that came out spread throughout the year. Um, I know you might not remember most of the earlier games, but of course, you know, Metroid Dread uh, was a fantastic game. Although, I'm going to say, it's not my game of the year. Um, <clears throat> I thought it would be, but it just, I don't know, man. Like, I felt like maybe it was a little too overhyped, but it was still great. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a very good, challenging game. Um, I mean, you had the Return of Samus and an actual, uh, you know, classic 2D slash 3D platformer Metroid game, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how do you not like that, right? And um, so that felt good. That felt good to uh, to have, of course. But um, I really, um, what else came out this year? We had, of course, It Takes Two, which actually won Game of the Year. At the yeah, game that's Awards. right. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to play that or not, but that was a, that's a fantastic game that I still need to, my wife, my wife and I still need to make some time to finish. Um, that was a very good game. I'm glad it won game of the year at the game awards because the developer of that game, and he, he made, um, he made brothers. He did, um, Oh, what was that game with the two criminals, um, that you play as, um, try to look this up. It was in an army of two, I think. Was it that no, one? No, not, not army of two. It was a, a way out. That's the game I'm thinking of. Ah, I got gotcha. Um, he made that, and that was good. That was a great game. Um, I'm trying to think, what else came out this year? I'm looking through the list here. Um, Outriders was pretty fun, um, but it just didn't uh, didn't really captivate me all that much, uh, like I hoped it would. Um, be the show 21. I'm a big sports fan, and uh, being able to that was the first time ever that the MLB the Show franchise actually was on a Xbox console. Um, that used to be a Sony exclusive, um, which I always thought was weird that a sports game, a major sports uh, league was exclusive to a console. But yeah, that was uh, weird, right? Yeah, yeah that, that'd be like if Madden or NBA 2K20, uh, the NBA 2K series was like exclusive to a console. So that was weird, but um, that actually finally happened in, uh, in uh, April. Uh, it will be the show 21. Uh, made its debut on an Xbox console, and I absolutely love that game. I played the hell out of that. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else we got here. I'm trying to look through. Yeah, Psychonauts 2, dude. You have Psychonauts 2. I have two. not yet finished that. I haven't jumped on that either. I haven't even jumped oh. on it, dude. I haven't even tried it yet. So it's, I was I pretty I'm hyped almost, up for it, and I didn't even jumped on it, dude. I think I'm almost done with that game, and um, I've really enjoyed it. I love anything that Tim Schafer puts out. He always makes some really great games. And um, Jack Black is in the game, too. So if you're a Jack Black fan, um, he voices uh, one of the characters <laughs> in that game. <clears throat> I've always loved the quirkiness of Psychonauts. That was one of those original Xbox uh, games that was, uh, was an exclusive that I really enjoyed. And when they announced that they were making a sequel, which has been in the making for years... And it finally came out on Game Pass, by the way. I, we'll, we'll, I want to talk about that too soon. Um, as a day one release, that was just phenomenal. And I haven't finished yet because I haven't finished a lot of these games. <laughs> um, what else came out? Biomutant was really good. That was a good open world uh, adventure game. 
Um, let's see what else we got. We had uh, we had Mario Golf, which was was all right. It was all right. I played it for a little bit. I have it, but it wasn't um, that wasn't too bad. Dude, the other one that I put some time into too was a Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. I'm not sure if you heard of that, but that's one that uh, was released on the PC on Steam a few years back, and it was finally released on consoles this year. And what made that one interesting was that because it's a PC game, dude, and you actually had to delete files on the PC uh, to get the game's full effect, mm-hmm. I was curious to see how they were going to make it work on a console because you can't delete your console's files, so it just doesn't work that way. Man. So I thought it was pretty cool that it, it created this virtual Windows or iOS, whatever you want to call it, dude. It had a virtual PC that was you know, you're playing the game on, which which allowed you to go in there and delete, you know, files, stuff like that, and discover the secrets of the game. It's pretty cool, dude. I, I thought it was really great. So it's another so, one that you might want to check out sometime. Okay, so it's so funny you mentioned that because my wife and I are playing for that right now. We've never there you go, dude. We've never played it. So I've heard all the allure of this game. Oh, it's wonderful. I am I game. am I am in I think I'm at the end of act one. I don't know anything about this anything. Okay. Okay. So you're still in don't act tell one. Me. Don't tell okay. me a single. I, I won't tell you, Jack. All I, I want to know though. Is, <clears throat> is it really that scary? Is it really that messed up? Let's, let's like, like don't tell me anything, but is it actually like, is it really that fucked up of a game? Are you questioning it? Because the beginning. Yeah, because it comes up as this cutesy. It came. Yeah, it comes I, up as this cutesy little like yeah, dating this simulator is, shit, and my and wife gonna, and I'm just like, we're so tired of reading through all this shit because we want to know when the fucked up stuff's gonna happen. Okay, then <laughs> yeah, dude, I understand a hundred percent. I get you, and and I'm gonna tie this into anime stuff right after this, but it's got a very compelling story that has some pretty weird and fucked up shit that goes on, dude, and the act one is right at the end of it like literally you'll know when the end of act one is because something happens that completely changes the story on you so if you're not there yet you're still in act one so uh, there is there is there is a certain something that goes down at the end of act one that just completely flips the game and then you start looking at it completely different so once you get there then you start getting into the the weird stuff but bear, bear in mind though okay because this game is what what's called a visual novel so it's not so much a game as it is a story that you read through you know what i mean right right so right. you you do have minimal minimal interaction you do you know click on a couple things here and there but there is it's a story dude and i am a sucker for a good story and this is compelling once you start getting to the good stuff dude it it, it should grab your attention now mind you it's not for everybody but if you're yeah. into a good story, if you're into some kind of mysterious stuff, and then the game tells you from the get-go, dude, might not be suitable for all ages, could be having some disturbing content, all that good stuff. See, and that's what I was... It's coming, dude. It's coming. See, that's what I was like, because I'll tell you where I'm at. Um, Sorry Go for, for the... I'm not going to give away, like, spoilers or characters. Thing. I'm right at going to the festival. Okay. Okay. Um where everybody has to read their poem yeah that's right i'm, yeah, I'm about i'm like i'm like that is right where i just started and i saved it i haven't played how anything many, past how, that how many poems have you uh gone Dude, through so far i've only done two 
Okay, then yeah, you're, you're getting there. I think the first act has three, okay. I think. And if you pay attention to the poems, man, they start giving you a little context as to what's really going on with the girls uh, and their psyche and their Bro, mindsets. Dude, so it's like... This game it's, is it's, so, like, it's... Because I was reading it to my wife and I and I had looked this up because I was going through the uh, sales and it's on sale for $14.99 right now, digitally. Mm-hmm. And it says like, uh, one of the most disturbing games ever. And I'm looking at this like, there's no damn way. Like, dude, th- like, <coughs> I, I used to watch anime. I, I haven't really kept up with like, you know, all the current anime, you know. But um, so I get like, you know, and, and I know there's like visual novels and, and things like that. Um, like I've played uh, Hatchetville Boyfriend, the, the, the one about mm-hmm, the birds, mm-hmm. you know, that's a pretty decent uh, one. Um, and then there's some really w- weird ones. Like I love you, Colonel Sanders. Have you played that? <laughs> yeah, I see. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so I'm thinking, okay. And, and I expect that to be, you know, cutesy dating. But then when they say this is disturbing, not for recommended for children, I'm like, okay. So maybe there's like, I'm thinking sex scenes, like they actually put sexual content in. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe they finally just said to hell that we're going to like let these ladies fly. You know what I mean? But then I'm reading like, <laughs> and, and I haven't been spoiled a single thing because I'm like trying not to like. And I read a yeah. review and the guy's like, yeah, then after playing for a couple hours, just some really hardcore. It goes from zero to 100 in like six it, seconds, it does, dude. And I'm like, yeah. no wait. And so my wife and I are reading this game or, or playing, but you can't even really say you're playing it because. It's just, you know, you're just pushing the button, right, to get through. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing the the poems, which I'm not going to spoil how that what that is all about. But when you, if you are listening and you are playing, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm like, okay, so I guess, so we decided to pick a girl to go after, right? And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Any chance of jury? Any chance yeah, of jury? <laughs> okay, dude, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something right now, and I'm going to. And I'm going to uh, shed a little bit of light into the game. Okay. The game, in a sense, manipulates you, the player, to choose you. Oh, I noticed. I noticed and, that. And, and, that was and a little it, weird. And that's the kind of stuff that you'll really dig into. There's uh-huh. a reason for it. And that, uh-huh. like, like, like the reviewer says, dude, it goes from zero to 60 yeah. like, like and, this. And so, and so I show my wife like somebody's review or a video review. And she's like, there's no, she's like, there's no way this game is like, is like that. And I'm like, I don't either. And so we're reading and how it's a, uh, one of the best psychological horror games made. And she's like, all right, buy it. Cause she loves horror and I love horror too. And, and I, oh, yeah, I, love and it. I like, and I like psychological horror and I'm, I'm, I'm all for a story, but I'm like, I don't give a shit about um, these poems and all this stuff. It's, but I'm sure it is all there for a reason is to set up this bigger, thing and i and my wife's like well this has helped me fall asleep tonight because the story she's just like <laughs> i'm so tired of looking at a screen no and, dude completely understandable know. that that first hour the first two hours thing is about two hours dude it's so it's slow and it's like i'm i'm tired of this oh, shit you know what man. i mean but but trust me once that's once that's done yeah. it definitely just it goes into high gear dude and then the psychological stuff yeah. happens and then you start noticing little things here and there oh my and God. it's it's got 
it's got it's the psychological thriller that you know someone that that loves that kind of stuff would really enjoy because it's 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 one of those deals where there's just more to it than meets the eye and i strongly recommend that once you're through with the game start looking into the lore go on youtube you know go to some reviews and stuff and just now that you know what happens start looking into the lore of it and you'll see that there's just so much stuff hidden in this game quote unquote that it completely went over your head dude and you would never find it unless you actually dig for it so see that's it's so just crazy. It's, it's crazy dude it's crazy yeah. that it's like that and doki yeah. doki literature plus added to that so that's what we have the, yeah the we... plus the plus has more stuff that the original did not yeah. and it's 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 all hidden dude it's completely hidden you'll never see it unless you actually dig for it have you done the side stories yet no i did not okay. not yet and those are the ones i should have done first considering that it's new content for me but i wanted yeah. to like dig into the old stuff wanted yeah. to check it out see what they would have changed what didn't change you know what i mean right so I haven't done those yet, but yeah. just yeah. do those because they add to the story. They add to the lore. You get more. Oh, I, I think you should do those after, though. Do the, do the main will. story. Well, you actually have to unlock the side stories by certain choices, like by certain things you do in the game. Yeah, because... and there's a reason for that, too, man. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. But it's, it's got it's me a good. little bit more excited to play it. So It, it, it is good. Again, storytellers, right. you know, people that love a great story. This is for you and uh, okay. you guys. That you. first two hours is slow. Okay, but um, but okay. but you're getting there, dude. You're close. You're close. Ooh, okay. I'm excited. We might, I might have to go back to it after I get off. I uh, get get done with this. Yeah, um, dude, that first that first arc <laughs> is about two hours. So if you're Ooh. at the two hour mark, you're 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 pretty much there. Okay. Um, let's get back to game releases. So we also had Scarlet Nexus come out this year, which was a fantastic. I know you like animes. If you like anime, you should play Scarlet Nexus. Dude, Scarlet Nex- Nexus had an anime come out this season. So I was oh, about to talk about yeah, that too, dude. The, I haven't watched that yet. That was a damn great game. Have you played the game? Yeah, dude. Uh, I did play the game, but I did not play it for long. It's like I'm telling you, man. I jumped man. back and forth between so much so, stuff. But yeah. like, I, like I was mentioning to you in the pregame show, dude, I did a lot more TV watching than I did pretty much anything else. Dude, I actually and, beat that game. Oh, did you? Oh, oh man. What did you think of it? Oh, oh, man. So Scarlet Nexus was a phenomenal game um it, it just it it just hooked me it was like playing an anime um and you just yeah, wanted to yeah, keep going that right. next episode that next episode that next quest and you have two different characters that you can play as so you get the you get the whole like if you want the whole story you play as the second character after you're done first so you can kind of see see it from both sides um which yeah so that's the kind of stuff i love dude because i think each character's story is like 30 hours so of course there's going to be some scenes that you know cross that cross you know like you're going to probably play some levels you played as the other character because they combine and they meet up and stuff but man yeah Victor, you gotta get that game man you gotta play it all the way through it's so good yeah dude with uh kasane and yuito right yeah 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 dude yeah, yeah man. it's 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 good stuff, dude. And the anime is great too. And it follows the game. Uh, does it follow the game, dude? I can't even say if it does or not. I'm not even. I'm not gonna speak on that. Yeah. But the uh, but the anime is great because it's action packed and it's got that kind of. It it's got that video game feel, dude. And it's, yeah. it's oh, good. Man, yeah, definitely. I believe it's that. Definitely one that people consider to be like anime of the year for this for this year. Um, you know, anime is broken up into seasons, dude. It's like fall season, winter season. Oh, oh I know. Um, 
it, <laughs> it works in, like it works in that sense. So I think Scarlet mm-hmm. Nexus is actually out now, so it's part of the fall season, and okay. uh, it should be finishing up if it hasn't already. But this is one that people have been talking about as contender for okay. the anime of the year because it's just that good, dude. Yeah. Another great game that came out this year was Death's Door. Have you had a chance to play that yet? No, I, I don't even recall reading about this oh. one. Death's Door? So do you, you like, do you like the Legend of Zelda Link to the Past? Hell yeah, dude. Then you need to favorites. get on it and play this game. Because it that's about the closest thing that this game reminds me of, is that. Let me just like, look that up real quick. Dude, why like, don't we're talking puzzles? Death's Door. It's so good, man. <clears throat> yeah, this came out July 20th on Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, and PC. It is not available, um, I don't think, currently on the PlayStation. But it uh, came out by one of my favorite publishers, Devolver Digital. Um, developed by Acid Nerve. Um, yeah, it's so good. The boss fights are so good. The story is great. I think you would really like it, Victor. It's it's amazing. It's out on where's this out on? It's out on Steam. Is that what I'm seeing? It is on yeah, it's on PC. Nintendo. I'm yeah. gonna have to check this out. Oh and yeah, actually, here we go. Okay, it's out for the just, Switch, PlayStation Four. Yeah, it just five. came out uh, November 23rd, so last month on the Switch, PS5, and P, uh, PS4. This actually would be a perfect Switch game if you like Hades, but um, it's not a roguelike. Dude, I don't even know where this game came from. I, it's like completely flew under my radar. Oh, man. Oh, man. man. I'm excited. You got to play it. It's so good. I got to go get this it's now. And I got to so go check good. it out. If it's going to be similar to uh, Link to the Past. Yeah. Man, I got to jump on this, you dude. You got to jump on it. It's great. Um, go look for it right now. Some, some other games. Oh. Man. How did I forget about this game? This, uh, this, oh man, now that makes me my, I don't know, I might want to change my mind about my game of the year, but I don't know. Um, oh, maybe, huh? Does it got the word village in it by any chance? No, it, it's not, it's not Resident Evil Village. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about that game, by the way. Resident Evil Village is, is right up there with Resident Evil 4 as my favorite, and, and 2 as my favorite Resident Evil game ever. A game no, it was pretty good, dude. Oh, good. It was, it was did, you, good dude. did you play I it all the way finish through? It. I played it, did not finish it. I'm going to oh go back God. to the same thing, dude. I'm telling you. Oh. And there, was very, there was very few games that grabbed my attention to have me finish them, dude. I did not no. finish it. I got, a, I got a good three hours in, maybe, and then I jumped on to something else, dude. What? what so you got to tell me about it. What games did you finish that came out this year? Any? I can't remember, dude. I think the only one I can remember right now is, is Dread. Like, that's the only one that really comes to mind right now. And I'm trying to think back. I got to go through this list to see what Which else one? I finished. Uh, Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread. But, but that, again, that's the one I can remember right yeah. now. When the show's finished, watch. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did this, this, and this. Yeah. But that's the one I can think of right now. I've got to go through this list and check them out. Yeah. But I did not finish a lot of games this year, dude. I just did not do that. I spent more time watching TV shows than I did gaming. So I'm going to tell you what this game is that I'm thinking of. It's not going to be my game of the year. It, it's, it's right there. This one also flew under the radar for a lot of people, myself included. And my wife doesn't really play a lot of games like on her own. 
but she loves watching me play games that have a really great story. Yes. Um, the game I'm talking about is The Forgotten City. And uh, it came out in July. And I'm going to tell you something. You know how like you're, you're talking about Doki Doki and there's all these secrets? This is also that same kind of game where I really can't talk about it without spoiling so much stuff. Um, but I'll tell you, The Forgotten City is basically based off of a Skyrim mod. And what ended up happening was a developer uh, ended up turning it into a full-fledged game with like updated graphics, everything else. And oh, I see. Um, I see. This is a game that I think a lot of people slept on because it didn't have a lot of light, big marketing. It was published by Dear Villagers and developed by Modern Storyteller. It's a single-player game. And uh, it just came out on the Switch back in September, but it came out July 28th for PS5 and everything else. All right. Murder, murder mystery, huh? Let's leave it at that. Yes. Oh, I got I got I got a check. Dude, I'm a sucker for a good story. Dude. And I will tell and you. It's, and it's funny that you mentioned watching you play because of the story, man. Mm-hmm. I had the kids and the wife hooked on watching um, me play the Bioshock series because they just, they were, <laughs> you know what I mean? They just, they love that story. Oh, that's still like, dude, oh, by the way, there's a new one coming out. Did you know that? I know. And I can't oh. wait to get it. So it's going to yes. be so good. So, but, 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 but speaking of, of the Forgotten City, if it's around that same type of vein where it's a, it's a game with the story behind oh. it that is captivating and, and it's, it's, it's thrilling. Yeah, I got to jump on this too. Now you're adding more to my oh. backlog. I got to try this. I got to go do Death's Door. Yeah. And we'll see what's, what Let else. Let me going. tell you about the Forgotten City. Because there's so much I can't say. I will tell you this it is a game that requires you to play it a lot in different ways to get multiple endings and it it it, it puts you in a town where you have to get to know all of the characters every single character you have to get to know to solve this murder to solve this i mean Everything that you can do in this game will impact what happens to your character and the entire town. So you make one slight mistake, you could wipe out the entire town. Dude, yeah. Um, So my alley right there. And it's (laughs) different choices. You have to pay close attention to things. Like my wife was like, "Okay, you need to go talk to this guy. Talk to this guy to make this thing happen. To do this thing." And I mean, she was so like, it was almost like she was playing the game with me. Like, hold up, dude, hold up, hold up, because this sounds very similar to Fable. Is it like a Fable esque type game? It is not like Fable in the sense, okay, so I'll tell you this there's no combat. Well, minimal, let's say minimal, let's say minimal. Hold on, there's a section of combat, but but it's not combat heavy, I'll put it that way. So it's not like Fable where like you create, you don't create a character, you don't. You know, you can't change, you can't customize your character. Um, there isn't like, I mean, you can kill people like you can in Fable, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> um, you had me at murder I, mystery, dude. The one thing I, I want to tell you, out. like, I can't tell you because it's going to spoil, but like, just do yourself a favor and get the game. 
It is yeah, actually just, on I'm, game. It's actually on Game Pass right now. Oh, is it? Okay, I'll go jump yeah. on that after this. Dude. So, so just just get into the story because it is gonna ha- It's gonna drive you mad with all the questions while you're playing it. Just like, man, but I really want to know this, and it's almost kind of open world in the sense of like you can go do this first, you can go to that first, but. I, I want you to play, and I really want you to talk to me about it while you're playing. Give me like, a couple days, and then we'll, and then we'll, we'll touch yeah. base, and we'll talk yes. about this. Yes, sounds good. Because, And if you're listening to me at home, and you know what I'm talking about, you know how good this game is and how under the radar it was. And if you know, you know that this game is great. <laughs> and if you don't know, then do what Victor's doing. It's on Game Pass right now. Go play it. It is, it is a game that I cannot speak enough of that – I mean, at the surface was just kind of like okay, but man, when you get into the story and the characters, you get you get hooked. Like we want, we wanted to binge the whole game. Like, yeah, we. I've been there. I've been there. We played this game literally every night for like a week until we got one of the endings, and then I was like, "Nah, I don't like that ending. Let's go do this." You know, so <laughs> go check out the Forgotten City. Everybody's listening right now. Do yourself a favor and go play this. Game. Anyway, um, but that's not my game of the year. I mean, I, as much as I just talked about it, you'd be like, what? What is your game of the year? You'll find out. Um, it might, it's going to probably surprise people. Um, still going through here. Um, Axiom Verge 2. Ooh, by the way, have you played any of the Axiom Verge games? No, dude, I did not. I didn't even touch that. Bro, you like Metroid? You got to play these games. Uh, Axiom Verge nah, 1 I didn't even touch those Let me the, see. First, the first Axiom Verge came out like two years ago and then the new one came out this year and they are just so good and very lore and story heavy um, did, and did, didn't we, didn't we talk about this guy. last month? I think we talked about this last, last we last might have talked about this a few months back but let, me check, let me check it out so good so good. Um, what else we got here Going through, I'm just going to quickly, I'm in August. Uh, 12 Minutes was a great game, too. I feel like a really good story. Um, uh, you like a good murder mystery and things like that. Got to play 12 Minutes. That's a great one. It's a game that puts you in a time loop. Um, and based on your wrong decisions, you can make the game in, in many different ways wrong. Um, so you might like that one, too. That one's a very good one. Um Let's see. I'm, I'm just skimming through. Oh, another great game. That I really liked the indie game was the Artful Escape. That has a that has a phenomenal soundtrack. Um, that was a really good one. Uh, but my game of the year for 2021. There was a lot of great games that came out this year. We talked about some of them, like Far Cry 6, which I never finished. That was great. Um, you know, Metroid Dread, amazing game. But my game of the year of 20 and 21 has to go to Forza Horizon 5. No, dude, Forza. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I've, I know never, I've never been a fan of the racing games, dude. Mm-hmm. Never been a fan. Back, so, Gran Turismo 2 was the last one I loved. That was it. So um, I've never given a racing game game of the year. Um. But it's, it's just something about this game and this series that just 
don't know, man. They do it so well. The graphics are so beautiful. They're so smooth. Uh, I love cars, and I really dig the the car. They they really focus on like having a car collection, which I kind of dig. Um, the story is actually pretty good. Believe it or not, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that um, is a little surprising, actually. And um, driving all through Mexico is just something I never thought I'd really enjoy until uh, playing this game. The soundtrack is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it I, looks I beautiful, actually dude. enjoyed this more than I It enjoyed, looks beautiful. More than I enjoyed Resident Evil Village, believe it or not. Um, yeah, that, that is a little bit on the surprising side, but I don't. I don't blame you, dude, because I've seen a lot of people that love the customization. They love the scenery. Yeah, they love the cars. Customization. They love, you know what I mean? I'm not a customization type of guy. So I think that's why the I think that's why the um the racing games lost me after Gran Turismo two or three. Cause sure. now the customizations were heavy. You know what I mean? And once we started getting into that, it, it completely I was like, dude, I, I don't care what it looks like. I just want to get into the game. And for those that are definitely customization heavy, this is perfect for you guys, man, because you can customize to the minute details. And you know that they have passion and love for the game when the background has just as much detail. It looks great, dude. It's a beautiful looking game. So, mm-hmm. hey, if that's your kind of stuff, man, that's great. It's, you got a perfect one for you right here. It's just not for me. It's such a smooth game. Um, I fully enjoyed it have enjoyed have enjoyed it so far i haven't even like finished all the races i've completed the main story um i would say my runner-up to game of the year would probably have to be the forgotten city uh and then in third place would have to say halo infinite halo infinite has been such a joy to play um i think halo infinite's probably my um multiplayer game of the year as far as um competitive multiplayer um, another great game. It didn't come out this year, but I've recently discovered it, got into it. Is Final Fantasy XIV Online? Mm, yeah. um, that's the been MMO. Mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. I can't uh, do MMOs, what? man. They'll suck me in for life. Oh my god, yeah. And, and I and and I I, I, I gotta live, dude. I, I can't be stuck in front of the screen. <laughs> I've I've made that wise decision many years ago with WoW with League right, of League right. of Legends, and I just can't do it, man. Did you have a? Did you have a, what, was, what was your game of the year, man? What was your favorite game or your game of the year that came out this year? Dude, that's like hard for me to say, only because I didn't even get to finish a good chunk of them. So mm-hmm. I know I'm doing a huge disservice to a lot of these games, man. But based on what I know, based on the story, based on others, based on what you said too, dude, you know, we're looking at Resident Evil Village, which was a great looking game. Something that I should have finished, but I just never went back to it, dude. Okay. Never went back to it. But I've always gone for something that's fun. You know, Hades won my game of the year last year because that's the yeah. type of game that I love. Yeah. And the Metroid Dread was the right up that alley. So I really do enjoy that type of game. So for me, I would say that's my game of the year. But again, I'm missing out on other games. Dude. Metroid Dread? I mi- I miss, yeah, but I'm missing out on so much yeah. stuff that came out. Death's Door, The Forgotten City. I, I, <laughs> I swear to God, dude, if I were to have played something like that, I wouldn't doubt it if that might take the crown for me. Yeah. Only because I love an enticing and captivating story, dude. I just, I love that type of stuff. And if you're telling me this is what's in there, 
and I completely missed it. I gotta go back and I gotta check it out. Gotta check yep. it out. There you go. Well, you heard it here first. So, so Vitter's going with Metroid Dread, and that's and that's a very respectable decision. I don't blame you one bit. Uh, I, I went with Forza Horizon Five, um, which I'm, I'm really surprised even myself because I'm sure many people were gonna say, "Oh, he's gonna say Halo because he's a big Halo." I'm not. Uh, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's my game of the year. Um. So uh, lots of great games came out this year. Another great year for video gaming. Looking forward to 2022. And like I said, I hope we get some like just games that are only coming out for these next gen consoles. It's time to move on, I think. Um, yeah, it's time to get started, dude. Let's, let's get started, <laughs> right? Waiting. Yeah, no doubt. Let's jump into the movie scene. Um, you know, we 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 had a lot of great movies come out this year. Also, um. We also have some very disappointing movies come out this year. Um, I will. I already know what my movie of the year is, uh, but I'll let Victor take this one. What, what what movies did you enjoy that came out this year, Victor? I'm sorry, I, I was on mute, I'm trying to think no, you're, back you're as to what, what I <laughs> watched good. this year. So I'm going down my listing right now, dude. Let me see. Hold on one second, dude, because I can't even think. What did I Good. watch? What did I watch? I watched Rava or yeah. Raya. I'm sorry. I saw Raya. Yeah. Let me see. What yeah. else did I see? I you saw Tom one. and Jerry. I saw that despicable thing. Oh, wow. the Mortal Kombat movie, dude. That shit was amazing. I like that. Old. That I good. caught old. That was all right. Not so that was a good one. I like the fact that, you know, you know, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan has been known for his twist for like God knows how long now. Yeah. I thought this one was a good call back to some of that but a little predictable in my in my eyes to be quite honest with you yeah but nevertheless it was it was good it was good uh let's see what else what else i'm going through this listing to see what else i saw remember i mean i'm so bad at going back and seeing what was out this year that i just right, i can't right. remember dude so i gotta I have to go through a list let's see well while you're shang chi shang chi was good dude Shang Chi was great, man. That was a phenomenal yeah. movie. That was had a lot of great action. Um, we also had um, let's see what else we got here. We had, uh, we oh, had I've been meaning to watch Cry Macho. I haven't seen Cry Macho yet. Yeah. Uh, oh, Candyman was another one that I missed too, Can dude. I haven't oh seen man, Candyman you see Candyman? No, bro. So that's another Candyman? one that I gotta watch. That was that. a great flick. That was really good. That yes, and I, I love the story for that. I love the original one, and I haven't seen the new one, so a little disappointed in myself in that did, one. Did you catch Dune? No, 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 oh. no. Dune, Dune I, I was turned off by Dune for years, dude. So that's one of the ones that, you know, I had a very, very, very brief conversation. I won't even say conversation. Dude. I left you a comment. How this whole MCU universe with Spider-Man, all that good stuff. I find it hard to get excited about certain movies, dude. And I think I found out, I think I found out why. I think that, that? I think that if I find that there's a crowd, an audience, or a big enough group of people that are hyping the crap out of a particular movie, I think it turns me off. Okay. And, and I think that's what went down with a lot of the MCU movies, uh, oh, Spider-Man no. in particular. And I think that's what went down with Dune. Like people were so hyped up because the uh, 80, the 83, was it 83? The 83 version of it, you know, needed to have uh, yeah. redone and, and fixed yeah. and all this other stuff. And I think it yeah. turned me off to it that I just, you know, I said, you know what? I don't need it, dude. I'll just watch it when I watch it. So I'll tell you this. That's a, that's a good point. Cause 
That's what turned me off completely about Harry Potter. Um, I never, I've never read the books. Um, even to this day, I've, I've never, I think I've read a chapter of, of the first book, Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and honestly, most of the media that I consume is, you know, in the, in the uh, moving form, you know, so you got like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. TV, movies, things like that, video games. And um, not that I've never read books. I, I, you know, I like the idea of reading. I read some good books in my life, though. But mostly my, my way of consuming uh, stories, if you will, is through uh, pictures and words or pictures and like, you know, TV and things like that, right? So for me, um, I, I got into Harry Potter via the movies because I was always intrigued by the, uh, you know, we, we went through that whole decade, the, the what was it, mid-90s and the thousands when Harry Potter scene blew up in the books and stuff. And then those same kids now are a little bit older and when the movies first came out. So I had a friend of mine that was like a hardcore Harry Potter fan. And you're right. A lot of the fan bases do ruin it for people um, because Harry Potter, and, I'm not, and look, I want to make this very clear. I'm not saying the whole fan base is this way, but there's a lot of gatekeeping that goes on in these fan bases like Star Wars and Star Trek, things like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't care how, I don't care how bad the fans are in Star Wars. I will always be a Star, Star Wars fan. Okay. Um, <clears throat> same goes for Marvel and, and, and comic books and stuff like that. That's why I kind of hard also find it hard to be an anime fan because I know the anime fan base is very critical of anime. Once again, I'm not saying everybody is, but some people are very hard. I see that with people that I know that are friends with on Facebook and social media and stuff. But for me, Harry Potter was, uh, you know, I like, I watched all the movies. I saw all the movies in theater when they came out, but then um, I had friends that were just like, you know, they had read the books and then watched the movies and they were just like, yeah, well, this scene doesn't line up with this part in the book. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, I feel you. you know, uh, movies that are based off of books are not going to be word for word, line for line uh, matched up by scene. Right. You just you should know that going into it, much like all the comic book movies we see. You know, we grew, all grew up reading Iron Man, the Avengers, Spider-Man, all that. So we know a lot of this stuff we are watching in theater does not match up with what we read in the comic book. And I'm not going to be mad about that because I want the movies to be different than the source material, right? To an extent, not, not, you know, major plot scenes aside. So for me, it was Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. And then when people got, when people were getting like ridiculous over Harry Potter and everything else, it just became a turnoff. So I tried getting into the Fantastic Beast. I think I watched the first movie in theater. And then after that, I was like, yeah, I'm done, Harry Potter. Yeah, you're out. I, I can't do it. <laughs> you're out. There's like three of those, I think. It's right? just like it's just like with Doctor Who. Like I try getting into Doctor Who and fan base not Who is pretty is pretty hardcore. And I'm like, nah, it's not my scene. Yeah, dude, they are pretty hardcore. So, yeah, and, and you know what? Yeah. And it's and it's and it's and it's just like you said. And I and I I'm gonna put my perspective on the whole thing because I felt the same way about a lot of different fan bases as well. But the way I see it when you're trying to, well, first of all, let's do it this way. Personal opinion here. Movie, TV show, it's always going to be a little bit different from the book. And this is the reason why it will be. When you're reading a book and you're absorbing those words and you're absorbing the story, generally, you're playing a little mini movie in your head, dude. You are using those scenes, those words, those characters, and you are visualizing them into your own movie as you read. That's right. Yep. And now and now someone took their interpretation 
of that book and are creating their movie that they created in their head. And if that movie is different from what you had in yours, dude, you shouldn't bash it. Don't, 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 don't say that they missed this or they missed that. That's their interpretation of it. And as long as the plot points are there, the details, man, that's just how they saw it. That's how they interpret it. That's what their vision was. And your vision could be completely different from that. That doesn't mean you guys are wrong or anybody's right or da, da, da. none of that stuff, dude. It's just that books are meant to be interpreted a certain way by certain thoughts, by certain feelings. Dude, this character might rub you the wrong way, but it might be someone else's favorite and they're looking at them in a completely different light than you are. Doesn't mean they're wrong. Doesn't mean you're wrong. That's just an interpretation, dude. So I, I, I don't like when I hear that stuff where they start bashing the movie because it's different from the book or the comic or whatever, dude. Like, don't do that, man. Just enjoy it for what it is. This is that person's interpretation of what you read. Simple as that. Exactly. And, and, and it, it turns me off, dude, when I hear yeah. people bashing stuff, you know? Yeah. That's kind of like um, the Star Wars fan base became notorious for when the Disney movies came out. And I had to take a big, deep breath. And I was like, okay, you know, um, here we go. Uh, everybody had already made their judgments when Disney bought Star Wars. Oh, Disney. Oh, great. They're going to Mickey Mouse the shit out of these. It's like, shut up. Like, That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Like, this is their interpretation of Star Wars. Like, they're not, no, they're not basing it off of all the books that came out for the last 30 years. Sorry about you. Um, I think people need to just, I think in, in these fandoms, these huge fandoms, people need to just kind of open themselves up more and not be so, um, because I feel like everybody, like kind of like what you said, everybody has their own version of The Force Awakens in their head or what happens to Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. And, and it's like, okay, well, that's what, that's, that's, if that's your vision, then you go make a high budget Hollywood movie about it, right? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying you have to like it. You're entitled to your opinion. You don't have to like everything. But at the end of the day, like, you know, people said, oh, they made Luke Skywalker look weak. I didn't think they made Luke Skywalker look weak. He's, you know, he did what he had to do, right? We we knew that was this guy was his character. Now we could talk all about the last movie, which was very bad. <laughs> but <laughs> again, interpretations, and, man. And the choices in that that they yeah. made for I uh, don't understand. But at the end of the day, um, that's what they put out. And um, but it's but I'm not gonna like, you know, I'm not gonna like raise all kinds of hell over it. It's not worth it. But as far as movies that came out this year, man, um, you know, we had some great flicks. A, a Quiet Place Part 2 came out. That was really, really good. The, oh, I didn't uh, see that one. I missed um, that one, too. Godzilla vs. Kong was pretty good. I really, oh, yeah, that one was awesome. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Dune. I know a lot of people. I had never even seen and I never even heard anything about Dune, read anything about Dune. I've no, I knew about Dune from like 83 or 84. Never watched it. But um I think a lot of people expected Dune to be like Star Wars and have like, oh, no, this is not Star Wars. Dune is, this is a slow moving movie that's, that's setting up for really, it's really just the setup movie for the next movie. So, um, you know, I saw the Lord of the Rings movies and the first movie was really just walking simulator for the second movie. 
Um, <laughs> really oh, well, yeah, yeah. Not that it was a bad. Dude, film. I was like, Lord of the Rings came out years ago. What are you talking about? Like, but it was a. Oh, yeah, duh. but it was a. <laughs> but the first movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, was like a walking simulator for three yeah. hours. Yeah, that's exactly uh, right. Of dialogue and walking and more walking and more walking and then the dialogue, and then it's like okay, but we really came here to see the two towers and Return of the Kings. That's where all the battles, right? So. Um, it was set up. So, of course, you know, when the, the second Dune movie, if they make one, I think it did well enough for them to make the second. That's when I anticipate there being, okay, now we're going to have fighting. Now we're going to get into this war with all these houses and stuff. And um, I liked it. It's not my movie. It's not my favorite movie of the year. Um, I never saw Cry Macho. I love Clint Eastwood. I'm all yeah, about Yeah, I haven't Clint seen Eastwood. that one either. He's he uh, Clint Eastwood is not just one of my favorite actors, but he's also a damn good director. Yeah, Ben Torino, uh, dude, awesome dude. Awesome. Oh, so oh, I, I was hey. I was expecting similar results with this dude. Yeah. What about Space Jam? Did you catch the new Space Jam? Bro, I, I, stayed, I stayed away from it. I stayed away from it. I have no desire to see Space Jam. Gotcha. New Legacy. Yeah. Uh, one, Seems I'm not weird, a LeBron dude. James fan. <laughs> But but for me, I think they should have just never done another Space Jam movie. I, I, I get that they're trying to cater. They were trying to cater to the, the today, the, the, the current generation stuff. But I mean, I think some things need to just be better left well alone. And yeah, what's I wrong agree. with just introducing the current generation to Michael Jordan's Space Jam, the, the, the far superior, better movie? It's like what they did with the new Home Alone movie. Did you know they even made a new Home Alone movie? I knew they made a new one, dude. Bro, but again, I stayed away no, from. Yeah, I like, yeah. Don't I don't need to watch that. I never yeah. watched it, but I I, I watched a um, one of those review cha- honest reviews. Man, he slammed. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, and it was so bad. And I'm just like, okay, why not make like a legacy a sequel to Home Alone, where like Kevin McCallister's the dad and it's his. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have worked, you know. You know, and it's you know his brother and his 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 douchebag brother and his kids and how they're shitty and one of their kids gets left home. You know, like why not do that? But no, we got to make these really terrible sequels that uh, are awful and no one and they're not gonna they're just they absolutely suck. So I did not watch that. That came out this year too. Um, I can't wait to catch the Matrix that comes out this uh, this Friday. I'm gonna oh, watch the that. Matrix. I think I'm gonna watch it on HBO Max. I don't know if I want to go see it in theater. I might, I might go see it in theater. It looks good. Um, oh, dude, you reminded me. Speaking about going to the theater to watch a movie, dude. Anime movie of the year, dude. Had to have been the uh, Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer movie. I knew you were gonna say that. That? <laughs> that shit is amazing. I never dude. saw it. I, 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 you did I, not I, see yeah. it. It's a great standalone movie, man, but it's definitely part of the series. Uh, the way they decided to go about that is uh, the first season of the anime uh, ended right where the movie starts. So it's like a continuation yeah. of the story, dude. But, nice. you know, Demon Slayer, I can't even forgot about that. That that was amazing, dude. That's a phenomenal movie right there. Absolutely. I also went and saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage. That was a little mediocre Venom movie. I didn't expect to be like blown away by my movie of the year and i think victor you already know what this is going to be uh it's going to be spider-man no way home Uh, of course (laughs) spider-man no way home is absolutely the best marvel movie ever made it did everything i anticipated and hoped and prayed to the mcu disney gods that they would do spider-man is my and I, i'm very biased because spider-man is my 
favorite superhero and has been since I was a child. But this is the forget forget the Avengers movies even happen. This is the best. I know it sounds weird to say. This is hands down the best Marvel movie. Not even just Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm talking like Marvel, as in it blows away all those other 2000s movies, like X-Men, all that stuff. This is the movie, and I'll tell you why. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but it pays so much homage to other movies. It just, if you are a, a fan of Spider-Man, this is the movie, this is the ultimate movie to see as a Spider-Man fan, right? Um, better than about, Spider-Verse, better than the animated one. So I really enjoyed that okay, one, Okay, so I have not actually seen that movie. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. I've heard of it. Fair, fair enough, love, but that one Miles, is awesome. I love Moss Morales, awesome. so I got to watch it. But, um, and I know I'm going to love it because it's this Spider-Man. I feel like Spider-Man is the best Marvel character anyway because I feel like people can relate to him more. You know, college student, you know, kind of a dork. Gets bit by a spider. Gets the girl, gets the, you know, the beautiful woman. You know, all that, right? Because he's more relatable. You can't you can't relate to Bruce Wayne. He's rich That's as right. hell. We're not all millionaires, yeah. He's rich, he's rich as hell. Billionaires, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe if you've lost your, you know, my, my, both of my parents are now deceased, so I can kind of relate to that. But I am a millionaire. They didn't leave me millions and billions of dollars, right? So I can't relate to Bruce Wayne in that aspect. I can relate to Spider-Man, though, because Peter Parker. And so that's why I really like Spider-Man, and I feel like he is the uh, penultimate, if you will, character in, in all of comic books, because I think he's the most relatable. You can't relate to Superman. You know, you can't relate to his character. You know, and all, pretty much every single other character. You can't relate to Tony Stark, because once again, he's a rich dude. He's, he's basically um, Marvel's uh, Batman, right? So, I mean, you can't relate to him. So, um, he's the most relatable comic book character. And this is the, uh, if they were to ever make a movie about a Marvel character or a comic book character, this is it. This is it. I, I mean, I love Batman. Batman is my, is, is my second favorite superhero is Batman. Well, I wouldn't say second favorite. He's, he's like right there with Spider-Man. Okay. And one, a and uh, one B dude. And I love Batman. And um, I still think that the best Bat Batman was the original Michael Keaton, 1980, it was 9, 1989, uh, Batman movie with uh, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Um, oh, yeah, that was and I don't think any Batman film has held a candle to that. And you can say what you want about Christian Bale's overacting ridiculousness with Batman. But um, I am excited for the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know if you've saw any trailers for that yet, Victor. But yeah, um, it, it looks interesting, dude. It's different, you know. They're putting a okay. different, dark spin to to Bruce Wayne as well as Batman. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. I was a little skeptical. Uh, skeptical. Uh, can't even skeptical. I got you. Skeptical about <laughs> about uh, Patterson, you know, being Batman because oh. I, I I just I can't shed him as edward you know twilight sparkles i just i can't shed that image dude so i hope this does it for me did you just call did you just call the sparkles i did dude the sparkles he glistens i don't know what the hell he does on tv man i i remember catching that years ago and i was like what the hell is this 
And I was like, no, I, I can't. And and he will forever be that guy. The the girl will forever be that girl. And I gotta <laughs> shed, I gotta shed that image. And I'm hoping, hoping that's that Batman will do it for me. And Patterson, Robert Patterson will be a completely yeah. different actor after this. So we'll see. Well, he I mean, he's done some other movies too that was really good in. And um I know he was a druggie in that one movie that that was, was pretty good, but I can't remember the name of the movie, man. Do you remember that? I know talking about, yeah, yeah. But uh, but um, other than that, dude, like this guy, I've paid no mind to him whatsoever, man. I can't think of anything else he's been in these past couple of years. So, so how many of the Marvel? I gotta ask you this now. How many of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies have you seen? Uh, I've seen quite a few, but I've seen a lot of the earlier ones, dude. Like I stayed away from some of the more recent ones, but I did see like Endgame. I caught some of those because the kids love it. Okay. Uh, so I'll I'll catch the later movies, but I'll have no idea what really went down because I'm missing all the other stuff. Oh my I god! Caught all the like I've caught all of the Captain America ones, but okay. I'll I'll just miss out on all of it because I can't, dude. Have you watched so any of this? Hype. Have you watched any of the Spider Man movies? Yeah, I caught the Spider Verse one. Oh, the early ones, one, two, and three. I caught the one with Mysterio in it. Okay. Um, so you watched uh, you watched Homecoming. Home is it Homecoming? Yeah, it was Homecoming. Then, so I watched uh, the one with Mysterio in it. Yeah, I the caught the Spider Verse one, which is the animated one. That animated yeah. one was great, dude. That yeah, one, uh, yeah. Let me get that. One. That by the way. Yeah, that one was Maybe great. I, I haven't that. seen the new one. So the reason why I'm following Spider Man a little more closely, again, the kids, my oldest daughter, she's a huge fan of. of yeah of spider-man as well so oh, yeah. she'll want to watch it so i watch it with her you know so i'll pick sure. it up and i'll catch it when i catch it but it's not like sure. i'm already hyped for it, you know what i mean right so, i got you yeah yeah that's why i'm saying the one with mysterio in it because i have no clue what it's called <laughs> the second spider-man man i know this too uh second spider-man movie is got home in it i, I, I know that Far from home. It's far, far from, from home. home. It's far from home. That's the second Spider-Man movie. Yeah, see that that I can't remember the names, dude. So it's like I've seen them. I seen the first three. Three was horrible. I hated that movie. And then yeah. maybe that turned me off. Maybe that's what did. I don't know. But when they rebooted, I definitely caught the new ones. So yeah, I just can't recall them very well. Yeah. But um. That's about all the time we have, man, uh, for this episode of the Dragon Cast. We want to thank all of you lovely people out there for giving us a listen throughout this entire 2021. We're going to have even more episodes for you guys coming in 2022. Um, guys, we won't be back until the 10th of January. We're on our holiday break for the next two weeks. So uh, no podcast from us for two weeks, and we'll see you guys in 2022. Um we got about eight more shows and I'm not more shows as the dragon cast. So, uh, then we'll be switching over to a brand new name. We got a great new logo coming out for the domain soon. Um, everybody has seen it so far and it looks great. So we're going to, we'll be introducing that in January. Um, dude, in, in terms, in terms of the name for the podcast, now this is something we'll just discuss real quick. Do you have something in particular in mind? Is there anything that you love, or is this something you want to open up to the listeners? I'm thinking, so we, I'm thinking we go. I'm thinking we go the domain cast, man. The domain cast, huh? The domain right. cast. Keep, keep it. Keep it in line with what we're doing now. Yes, sir. 
That works for me, dude. And I'm sure we'll have we'll have everybody that's working on the domain uh, with Victor and I uh, on our show. We're gonna do a big we're gonna do a big show for our first episode. We're gonna have it's gonna be like six people one show. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be be epic. What are the things nowadays? It's gonna be epic. Yeah, it's gonna be epic. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with Victor and I on this episode of Dragoncast, our 80th episode. And uh, once again, please continue to follow us into 2022. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll hope, we'll, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next year. And you maintain of listening to us like you have been all year long and last year too. Until then, we'll see you guys. Take it easy. Later on, guys.